I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one time service, Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E.com slash ETM. Go to joindeleteme.com slash ETM and use code ETM for 20% off. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is oh so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking hate to budget. Try this instead. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. All 
right. So I know you probably already hate uh, the sound of this podcast before we even actually get into this podcast, but I hope that you'll just hang in there with me because I really hate that budgeting has such a bad rap. And you're probably thinking, Shauna, are you crazy? And yes, I am. I am a little bit, admittedly, a little bit crazy. But I am firmly convinced that if you hate to budget, it's really because you were never taught how to do it. And I know this may sound obvious, but why it actually matters. You know, I think that it's just, it's got lumped in with that same sort of crowd as, you know, taking the trash out, doing the laundry. Maybe some of you hate to do the laundry, maybe cooking. You know, it's just like one of those things where it falls, oh, here's a good one, going to the dentist. Yeah, that that is a lot of times where budgeting falls, is close to going to the dentist because you just, it's like something you know you need to do, but you just hate doing it. And I think the problem is, is that everybody thinks it's about getting rid of things when I have found that it is actually quite the opposite, right? So I know you may be scratching your head a little bit because you're like, well, wait a minute. Everybody tells me when I do a budget, I have to get rid of things and I have to stop spending things. There is a component of that that might be true for you, might, there's a giant asterisk, but that's not really why you're doing it. You're doing this whole process because it is about finding ways in your bank account, in the bank account you have right now, the exact numbers you have right now for you to achieve your goals. That is the whole entire process, right? So you want to buy a house in three years? Okay. Well, we need to break this down into yearly, monthly, but more importantly, daily, weekly goals so that you got the cash when you need it. And I think we set, especially our big goals, right? Like we set this ginormous goal and then we'll go along. We're like, well, nothing's happening. So that goal is not going to happen. And then you totally talk yourself out of that goal. And you can do this with just about anything. You can do this about a career. You can do this about a relationship, but you can certainly do this about your money because It's just, I think it's hard sometimes for you to wrap your brain around, how do I actually achieve this? And there's going to be starts and stops. I hate to, I hate to break it to you, but there, there is, there's going to be those big goals that you want to achieve. And sometimes you're going to get a little bit closer and then you're going to have to back off of that because something's going to happen in life, but it's okay. As long as you're following a process, you'll be able to get, you know, as I say, you'll be able to get back on the horse. You know, you want to save 5,000 bucks for a super awesome big vacation. Again, we got to break that number down. We got to make that something that you can achieve not only in whatever time period you're trying to go on that vacation. And and please, if you're trying to save 5,000 for a vacation, like don't give yourself a timeline of like 30 or 45 days, because unless you're making a ton of cash and you got a ton of cash left over, you're not going to hit that and you're going to be totally pissed off at yourself and you're not going to want to do any of this over again, right? So we've got to make it something that you can actually um, you can actually hit that particular goal. And again, I know a lot of this sounds like totally uh, obvious, right? And you're probably going like, this is ridiculous. She is talking out of her butt. Um, but your budget, it literally is the roadmap, It's the roadmap to achieve these goals. It can be big or small goals, but it is the reason, the reason why you use the whole budget to begin with is so that you actually stay on course. It's not to punish you. It's not to tell you you're a bad person. It's not to, I mean, the last time I looked, I don't think my budget actually talks 
back to me. Maybe yours does, but that would actually be, you know, like a super cool feature, right? Can you imagine an app that like would talk back to you like, Hey, you did a good job or, uh, not so much. Try again tomorrow. Wait, I don't, I'm not sure I would like that, but that would actually be really funny. Maybe that's like an SNL skit or something. Anyway, So the example is you don't use your GPS to go from LA to New York and then turn it off once you get out of California. And that's what so many people do. And I, that's what would be crazy, right? How would you know what roads to take? It's the same thing. Why would you set a particular goal that you actually really want to achieve? And then like, you know, two steps down the road, you decide, "Eh, you know what, I'm just going to I'm just going to go with the flow. Whatever happens, if I achieve it, great. If not, great. You know, I just think it's it's crazy. And it's really easy to get in a rut where um, where you just don't want to pay attention to any of this stuff. And I've certainly been there at different times in my life where I fought again. I mean, we literally felt like I was like walking upstream against the whole, you know, budget. And I know I got to be organized. I know I got to do this certain stuff with my money. And that's, those are the times where I really realized, I think as an expert, that if I'm feeling this way and I have all the tools, I can really only imagine what other people are feeling about this whole entire process. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's um, no secret that we don't like to talk about money. We don't talk about it with our friends, our family. Sometimes we don't even talk about it with our boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse. That's a big one. Like, we just don't even want to deal with the subject. I, I've worked with so many people who are married and they do their money completely separate, completely isolated. And that's your choice. You can totally do it however you want. But my thing is, is they're doing that because they just want to avoid conflict. Well, you're married, you're going to have conflict and money happens to be a big thing. And if you're planning for certain goals, you got to know what's going on with the other person's stuff. I mean, it's It just seems totally logical to me. I'm always sort of like caught off guard when people are like, oh, I I don't even know how much money my husband makes. Or I'm like, are you kidding me? What A, that's completely irresponsible. And yeah, I'm going to use that judgment because it is. You you need to know. If you're married to a person, you need to know because there are all sorts of legal ramifications and all sorts of things that can happen. So you, you need to know. But What I really want you to understand is that your budget is your BFF to having a killer lifestyle, to having that dream. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, if you have a dream that you want to go off to like Saint-Tropez and like go yachting every day, I'm not not saying that, you know, you're necessarily going to be able to hit that. So it has to be within reason, but it is that actual, that budget, whether it's an app or a piece of paper or whatever heck method you use, it's that thing that is going to drive you in that particular direction. So rather than thinking that your budget is this thing that is pulling you down, that is dragging you backwards, I want you to think about it as this thing that is propelling you forward. And the more you do it and the easier you make it and the less stress you put on yourself, the more you are going to be able to use it as a tool and not like, again, throw it in the category of like dentist, taking out trash, laundry, (laughs) all of those things, whatever they are for you. We all have like our, you know, a horrible column for me. I I hate going to the dentist. I hate the cleanings. I hate anything associated with the dentist. In fact, I just had to go to the dentist this morning, which is probably why 
I'm talking about going to the dentist because I'm still traumatized from it. I'm such a weenie. Um, I've been to so many other doctors in my life. I've had a lot of procedures done, but when it comes to them putting that thing in your mouth that sucks out the saliva, I just, I happen to think it's the most disgusting thing. I cannot watch it. I am just such a, I'm like literally a weenie. If the dental's hygienist um, glove gets like some of my spit on it, I I just, I know I'm ridiculous. I can't, I can't handle it. So I imagine that you probably are thinking that budgeting for you is a lot along those lines. And I'm hoping that I can make it a little more tolerable for you. So I'm working on this project that I'm really excited about where I'm working to create what I think is the ultimate budgeting tool. In fact, I'm not even calling it a budget because um, that literally just gives me the heebie-jeebies, but it's a tool that's going to make your life so much easier, and I swear will have you swooning over your budget process each week. Because what I think is we're taught, if you're taught at all, which is kind of the, the question of the hour, but we're taught that like we do our budget every month, we put how much comes in, we put how much comes out, and then at the end of the month, we look at the number, does the number match? Okay, no, that doesn't, number doesn't match. Either we have more, we have less, usually we have less. We get totally frustrated. We might do it again a couple of months, and then we're just not going to do this thing anymore because it is just downright depressing. And uh, it doesn't make us feel good. So, of course, why would you keep doing anything that doesn't make you feel good? You wouldn't. You're going to stop. I understand human nature. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and T-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout-friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash etm. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding? or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical. If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because, let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. 
You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top rated personal finance app. And now listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. Okay, listen, like many of you out there, I love Notion, our sponsor today. And I honestly use it every day for my notes and journaling. I also track our family expenses and I manage all of our household to-dos. Notion has been such a lifesaver in helping me get a lot more organized because that's not one of my strengths without stressing me out. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organize, and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress, but getting inspired. Notion is the AI-powered workspace that can summarize things like meeting notes and automatically generate action items and help you get answers to questions in seconds. It will honestly blow your mind. Notion is for everyone, whether you're a Fortune 500 company, you're a freelancer, you're starting a startup, or you're a student juggling classes and clubs, or you're somebody like myself that just really wants to get organized. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash etm. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash etm, and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you are supporting our show, notion.com slash etm. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. That's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Um, and so it really just makes me think about like, okay, can we 
can we re-engineer this? Can we re-engineer the name of this thing? Can we re-engineer how we do this? Can we make it easier? You know, I'm, I'm always talking, especially if you listen to this podcast from the beginning, I'm always talking about like, you can do budgeting in 20 minutes a month. In fact, I think you could almost do it in less than 20 minutes a month once you develop the habit and you develop the process. In the beginning, it's probably going to take a little bit longer because like anything, you're you're learning, but more than that, you're like pushing through that like brick wall of, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. And so, you know, I'm just here to encourage you to keep pushing through that brick wall because once you get to the other side, I know that, um, that there's going to be victory there for you. I know it because it's been there for me. It's been there for so many other people that I have helped develop a system that works for them. Um, it just, it, it does, it turns into a tool. So until then, let me just share some tips with you. And sometimes you have to throw out what doesn't work and start again. And that's with anything, right? And you've been in a bad relationship, you got to get rid of it. <laughs> and hopefully the one after that is a better relationship. Although sometimes we do uh, repeat our mistakes, but anyway, for the fun of it, why not try the process? I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to have the steps in the show notes too, so you don't have to memorize this all. I want you to just sort of conceptually think through it as I talk about it, all right? So number one, I want you to take out a blank piece of paper. I don't care if it's lined, unlined, it makes no difference to me. And I want you to figure out what your have-to spends are each month. What do you have to, have to spend your money on? I want you to include groceries in there because that's that you have to eat. All right, let's just face it. You don't have to go out to eat, but you have to eat. So things like your rent, your mortgage, your car payment, um, your student loans, credit card bills, any other loans you have, things that you absolutely, absolutely have to pay. Write down what it is and how much you have to pay every month. All right, easy, 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 easy process. Number two, then I want you to deduct from that how much you make. So how much do you make in a month? Deduct the what you have to's and what is that number? That balance is what you've got for all the things that you want to spend your money on um, plus your variable expenses. So variable expenses, again, those are things that change every month. So for now, let's just talk about those as fun expenses. They're going to be things that change every month, like your cell phone bill might change every month, your utilities might change every month, your gas bill, eating out, all of those things, entertainment, shopping, uh, you know, your gym might change, like all those things that might change every month, write those down, right? And then let's do this group activity for one month. One month, just give me one month. That's all I ask. Okay. First, so you got to step number three, and here's what I want you to do. I want you to take out another piece of paper for each week, and I want you to just put the date at the top of each piece of paper. The first piece of paper that is for the week upcoming, I want you to write at the top what your bank account balance is, what it currently is. Then I want you to write down every time you spend money during that week, I want you to write down what you spend it on and how much you spent. It's really easy. Just keep a sheet of paper with you or take a picture of a receipt. And we're going to do totally old school here, okay? You're going to write it down on a piece of paper. And then I want you to label each thing that you spend money on either as an F for fun or H for you have to you have to spend money on it, right? Easy. Totally easy enough. It's a no-brainer. You have to think through this process. At the end of the week, I want you to add up all your funds, add up all your have-tos in separate columns, 
and subtract your bank bank account balance, right? I want you to pay special attention, though, to those fun expenses that you labeled Fs that you spent money on for that week. Do you see anything that is shocking to you? Do you see any patterns? Do you see what do you see? Look, look at those Fs. Sometimes it, it makes it easier if you just highlight them as you go through the week. So then they really pop out at you. What are you seeing there? Right. And maybe write a note on that bottom of that piece of paper like, Hey, I'm noticing I went to Starbucks like, you know, 20 times during the week. And if I add up all my Starbucks crap, I spent $150 on Starbucks. That's all you're doing. Or maybe it's like, Hey, I didn't rock in this week. Like I was seriously good. I barely had any funds or the funds I had were smart funds. So just rate yourself a tiny note. Don't even think about it again. We're not worrying about it till the end of the month. Then start the same process again each week, rinse and repeat for four weeks. At the end of the month, look back over your four sheets. What funds do you see that maybe you didn't know you were spending money on? Or maybe you didn't know you were spending that much money on. Do you have more or less at the end of the month than you thought you would have? And what's missing? So were you able to save any money? Are you overspending and you needed to dip into your overdraft? What is falling apart? What is working? What if you did some of your funds better would you have more cash? All right. So you're literally just going, Hmm, let me look at what happened this month. Let me just like use some analysis skills, some tiny analysis skills. Again, this is not going to take you a long time and see if I can notice anything there. All right. With this month, you're looking for these trends. You're looking for things that you did not know were there. Then you got two choices. One, you keep spending as is your choice. No big deal. It's your choice. But now you're doing it with a much better awareness of what's going on. Or number two, you simply find a better way to have your funds without going overboard. And then you can reroute some of that extra money that you were spending on your funds into the goals that you want to achieve on your actual budget, right? So you can use this process. I think this process is rocking. We use this process here. Jeff and I use this process. It works like a charm. We do this weekly, every single week. It's a habit um, and it just flows, right? It takes the stress out of things. It takes the stress out of the end of the month. It gives us better control. It empowers our bank account. It allows us to take back our bank account, take back the amount of money we're spending and what we're spending it on. And sometimes we're like, no, you know what? We wanted to spend it on this. We spend it on this. Who cares? Right? Period. It's, it's done. It's not a big deal. But sometimes it's like, Ooh, wait a minute. We didn't realize this or that or this or that. Okay. Maybe we can do this a little bit different next week. So every week it's like a little retooling what worked, what didn't work. But the reason that it this process puts you in control of it is because you're in it, right? You're, you're in this game with your bank account. You're controlling your money, but you're also looking at it as like a smart person and going, okay, what worked, what didn't work, you know, and then, okay, maybe I'm going to tweak a little bit, but without the stress, without like the frustration, without feeling bad about it, without giving yourself nightmares, without creating insomnia, without any of that, 
you're allowing yourself to be in better control and also to make this process anything you want it to be. Again, this doesn't have to be boring. This doesn't have to be painful. It doesn't have to be tough. So if you hate the word budgeting, try this process. Try it. Try it for a month. If you do, I want you to stay tuned towards the end of August. We're going to do a giveaway for a prize for someone who shares on Instagram how this process worked for them and tagged Millennial Money Pro- Millennial Money Podcast. That's what I'm trying to say. So stay tuned towards the end of August. We're going to talk about a, a contest or a giveaway, I should say, because it's not really a contest. It's a giveaway for anybody who has done this process, good or bad, and shares how it worked for them. All right. So if you hate the word budget, you're not alone. You're really in the majority. You're not in the minority. Nobody particularly likes to do this. But if you could just make that switch in your head that this is actually your GPS, this is your tool to get all of those things that you want to get in life, and you use it that way. You use it, again, as a positive, not as a negative. I think you're really going to see a shift in how you think about your money, how you spend your money, and the feelings that you have about your money. All right, as always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Game. And hey, if you enjoy this podcast, particularly this episode, if you've got a few friends that you know that hate budgeting, share this podcast with them. And also head on over to iTunes. There's a link in the show notes. And leave us a review. 